Good morning and welcome to Car Thoughts with David, or as I should say, beach episode number three. <laughs> and I'm actually standing in the ocean now. <laughs> I just figured, you know, I'm standing out here just enjoying the warm water in the ocean. You know, just letting it kind of cascade. I just saw like a little fish or something jump out of the ocean. A little tiny little thing. Maybe it was a crab. I don't know. It's about the size of a crab. Uh, but yeah. So, I mean, why not? You know, I, I, I enjoy the water here so much. It's so warm. I was like, you know what? Today, this one, this is my last one recording at the beach, actually at, at the beach. Um, so why not? I'm just watching the waves come in. The sun's coming up. It's a beautiful morning. Why not enjoy it? You know, why not do something out of the ordinary? I've been staying on the beach for the last few days. Why not stand a little bit closer? You know, and that's the beauty of you know, the ocean is, you know, it's this like endless horizon, you know, it's this place where men always went, they always wanted to see what was out there, what was on that horizon, you know, I mean, if you think about it, you know, that's how America was formed, was people deciding that, hey, you know, we're going to check this place out, we don't know what's over here, but let's find out. You know, that's really what happened. And, you know, granted, Columbus didn't actually find America. He found uh, basically the Caribbean and uh, South America. He didn't find North America. But, you know, he did find that there was land over here. Now, granted, there's a common misconception that Columbus believed that the Earth was flat. Or, I mean, that uh, Columbus believed the Earth was round and everyone else thought the world was flat. That is not true. In fact, everyone knew that the world was a globe back then. There was only a small sect of people that actually believed the world was flat. But, to make it sound more dramatic, when they retold the story of Christopher Columbus, um, they, because he was such a brutal and evil person, they kind of changed some things up to make it basically for television. They basically cleaned it up so it would be a better story. Uh, because he went and he murdered and killed and raped a lot of people. If you actually go back and study Christopher Columbus, he was a bad, really bad person. Um, so they tried to make it, they tried to clean up his image because, you know, technically without him, what well, we would have eventually discovered this continent. We were already here. There were already Nordic fishermen who uh, sailed off the Iceland and Greenland coasts to uh, come here to fish. They traded with the, the Indian people um, before Columbus, long before Columbus ever got here. And, um, you know, so we would have known that the continent was here. He just basically popularized it to the point where the Europeans, the Southern Europeans, I should say, since Iceland and Greenland are technically kind of European uh, countries in a way, or kind of considered that way if you look at it. So, so you know, he, uh, you know, he discovered this. Now, we knew that the Earth was round for a long, 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 long time uh, before that. So that's why I'm saying. Plus, everyone back then actually believed that the Earth was round. It was just, like I said, this misconception to kind of clean up Columbus's image. Um, but, because uh, actually a Greek uh, uh, mathematician and genius known as Erastusness, or Erastusness, sorry, I'm, I'm butchering his name, 
uh, at like 2000 BC, uh, not only knew that the Earth was round, but knew the actual circumference of the Earth. He actually figured it out with a city, a well, and uh, it was about 50 miles apart. And the well, at every, every day at midday, he discovered that the sun shined directly down into the bottom of this well. So he was like, oh, wow, this is like a perfect measuring point. So he had people write down measurements. They all had these uh, sticks that they would uh, measure with and write down the measurements. And then from that, he took all of that data, put it together and figured out how big the earth was and how big around it was, the circumference of the earth. Um, and this was 2000 BC or actually before that, you know, like 2700 BC. I'm staying in the ocean right now, so I can't exactly check my laptop for the dates. But, but yeah, so he knew it um, and figured it up, and it wasn't actually proven that he was actually right until NASA sent satellites the, and people into space and actually measured how long it took for the satellites to go around the Earth and actually measured it scientifically. And he was only off by a few thousand meters or something like that. It was something insignificant uh, amount. So this was long before we telescopes hadn't been invented yet. And this guy not only knew the Earth was round, but he knew how big around it was. Now, another interesting factoid is that um, they recently translated an ancient Babylonian tablet that they found um, that actually... Uh, They've been trying to translate it for years and years and years. We've had it for a long time. We didn't know what it said. So they finally translated it and found out that the Babylonians, the ancient lost city of the Babylonians, this, this empire that thought it was going to stand for thousands of years that just vanished into non-existence, were aware of the other planets in the galaxy. They actually had measurements and calculations for the orbits of Jupiter, Nep I think Neptune, Jupiter, Mars, uh, Venus, you know, all, basically that was as far as they could see, but not only did they figure out that there were other planets out there that they just weren't dots in the sky and, and lights. Okay, that was actually a fish. I saw a fish jump out of the water. Okay, very cool. <laughs> but they not only figured that out, but they figured out that the, they rotated around the sun. They figured out how long it would take them to make it around the sun. This tablet actually laid out the mathematical calculations for the orbits of these planets um, to a certain extent. You know, so, I mean, it's pretty impressive, right? I mean, because we all think, I mean, Isaac Newton figured out, you know, the falling bodies principle and gravity and all of that. But these guys actually figured out that there were other planets out there. And of course, you know, back then, we're thinking everybody's <clears throat> jumping around with spears around a bonfire wearing loincloths. You know, this was, you know, four or 5,000 years ago. People, they had figured this out. Um, so, yeah, pretty impressive. A little oddball knowledge. And I may be a little bit off on some of my calculations and times. Like I said, I'm staying in the ocean. So, But these things are true. It's just I may have a couple of details out of, out of alignment. Um, but, yeah, so... It's really, really awesome, you know, and that's one thing men have always been, we, and I'm not just saying men as in men versus women, I'm saying men, mankind, uh, has always been fascinated with the unknown, what we can't see, 
you know, getting to somewhere where we can't go and seeing things that we've never seen before. You know, we, we're curious by nature. We're born to be curious. We're born to be adventurers. And that's one thing that the sea offered men was that ability to go somewhere and just be on this blank canvas of ocean where you, you don't know what's out there. There's something new to discover. There might be something that no one else has ever seen before. And that's what the ocean offered. And that's why so many people were so drawn in by the ocean. You know, it was this really awesome thing. So, you know, um, that is, uh, you know, it in a nutshell, basically. And, uh, I mean, I believe that that's why a lot of people like going out into the ocean. I, like, I believe that's why so many people enjoy sailing. Is just we have that desire to go and see something that no one else wants to see before. Like, I can honestly tell you, I've never seen a tiny fish jump out of the ocean before. I've been to the beach a lot, and I'm actually sitting here watching, like, in between the waves, little, maybe five, six inch long fish jumping out of the waves, like you'd see in, like, a lake or, uh, or a, um, in a river, you know, like the trout that jump upstream or whatever, something like that. And I'm just like, wait a second, that's really cool. I've never seen that before. So, so yeah, and that's what our journey is about. That's what finding ourselves is all about. It's about, you know, going somewhere we've never been before, seeing something we've never seen, doing something we've never done. And that's what life should be. That's what life's supposed to be, is that we're supposed to enjoy it. We're supposed to have that sense of wonder. And I believe in a lot of ways, education, uh, robs a lot of that wonder and joy from us because we think, okay, here we are. Uh, I've been to school, now I need to go do what I went to school for. And we, it takes that dreaming out because we've been told what to do. We've been told, okay, here's what to do, here's how you do it to be successful. You've got your degree, now go get a job and do that very thing. And, uh, and I'm not saying quit your job. I am not even advocating for you to quit your job. What I am saying, though, is don't lose that sense of wonder, or if you have lost it, go find it again. Because, you know, when you're out here in the unknown, when you're out here doing something different, doing something new, you're gonna find that joy and that passion again that you've lost. And you're gonna find that you have something new to look forward to that's gonna make your life more enjoyable. It's gonna make you happy. It's gonna bring you, you know, because I believe in a lot of ways, that, um, you know, that, um, you know, depression, anxiety, and all these other problems are brought on because we don't do what we are born to do. We don't do what we want to do. We do what we have to do. And like I said, I'm not advocating for you to quit your job. I'm not advocating for you to leave your family and join the circus. What I am advocating is that you take a look, find something you want to do, and dedicate time to it where you can sit down and say, you know what? For an hour every day, I'm gonna write. For an hour every day, I'm gonna sit in my, uh, in my room, play guitar, and do something, you know, or I'm gonna record videos and put them out and help teach people how to do this. I'm gonna write a cookbook. I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna do YouTube videos and teach a cooking class. I'm gonna teach people how to, uh, you know, build a table, uh, uh, teach people woodworking, 
I'm going to teach, you know, whatever. Do something that you enjoy. Find a hobby and do it. That's what I'm advocating. That's what I'm asking you guys to do, is to simply be honest with yourself and start something. Do something. And, you know, maybe it will turn into a career where you can leave your job. That'd be awesome. But you know what? If it doesn't, the main goal is happiness. And if you're happy and find enjoyment in doing that, they'll make everything else in your life more enjoyable because you won't be sitting there just bored in between those times where you're not really doing something you enjoy. So that is why I try and help people to teach them and show them, you know, here's how you start podcasting, here's how you start writing, here's how you start doing video, is because it has brought me joy. So it's what I know about, and it's what I can help people with. And so with that, you know, I've got something that I can share with people. And that is the most important thing, you know, is having that something that you can share with people. So with that being said, uh, this episode is going to be a little bit shorter because the sun's getting ready to rise here again. I'm going to take some more sunrise photos. And I just wanted to share this thought while I was sitting here in the ocean. I had my phone in my hand. I was taking photos of the waves. I was taking photos of the birds and the pier and everything and the sunrise. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to record an episode. So thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for being a part of this little beach experiment I'm doing. And uh, tomorrow I will be back to my regularly scheduled car thoughts in a car episodes uh, for you. So hope you guys enjoyed this. Thank you so much and have a great day. Peace thoughts out. Hey everybody, David here from Car Thoughts with David and I just want to share some information with you. You guys have heard me talk about finding your way, finding your path and starting your journey. Well, if you have decided that you want to start your own podcast, you might be thinking, well David, that's great, but what do I do? How do I do this? You know, what works? What doesn't work, right? Well, I wrote a book because you can go back and find my episodes where I talk about all this stuff and listen to them. And that's all well and good, but sometimes it's easier just to have it in print where you can just see it, right? So I wrote the book called Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Shared. You can pick it up on Amazon on Kindle for 99 cents, less than a dollar. What? That's crazy, right? Less than a dollar, you can pick it up on Kindle. If you like to have a print book in your hands and you just like the way it feels, and trust me, I'm looking at this book right now, it's really well printed. I love Kindle Publishing. You can pick it up for $5.50. So you can have a physical copy where you can take notes, where you can you know, keep stuff for quick reference while you're working on creating that awesome epic podcast that I know you're capable of creating. So... By all means, if you're looking for ways, you're looking for advice, Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Share is the book for you. Thank you guys, and I could not do any of this without your support, so when I say thank you, I mean it. Thank you.